Imitators. This is episode 21 with Jamie Beeman. It was a fun one. Uh, we talked a lot about music. Um, we talked a little, a little comedy, but mostly, mostly music. Uh, she is a musician, and she's been performing and singing for like 14 years. So we get into it, and it's awesome. Um, it was a lot of fun. You'll see. So, there you go. Um, Yamatat, Yamatation, Yamaste. I tell everyone, there you know, there's the uh, Facebook.com slash Yamatat with Doug Culp. Um, please rate and review on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, tell everyone, tell everyone, you know, share it with the world. Twitter, Facebook. Um, Friendster, um, Napster, you know, all, all the good ones. Um, our apartment comedy show down here in San Diego is about to come to a close, um, because I am moving to LA soon, so that's, that's exciting, and provided whoever I move into their place lets me, I'm definitely gonna bring it up there. Um, my Twitter's at Dougathan, D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N, and then at Yamatat for the podcast. Enjoy. Um, yam it up. Oh, there I am. <laughs> I, I still, can see me now. I still don't see you, but I'm, sh- I'm sure I'll see you in a sec. Can you see me now? Uh, <laughs> wait for it. Click accept. <laughs> Come on. Oh, there you are. Hey. What's up? How's it going? Good. Cool. Just got back from lunch with Grandma. <laughs> snap. She's 90. What? Yeah. That's pretty awesome. 90 year old Grandma still walking, talking, eating. <laughs> That is rad. Yeah, so... I think, my, I think my grandma is 93? Wait, 90, yeah, 93. She turns 94 this year, because she was born in 1920. So yeah. So uh, yeah, every year you can tell how old she's going to be. Yeah, that yeah. is crazy. Yeah. yeah, she was born in 24, so 90. Nice. <laughs> it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Man, so how have you been? I've been good. Very busy. Uh, got a whole new band. Nice. So we're getting ready for some big gigs coming up. So that's exciting. Right. Started in-studio rehearsals now. Oh. Nine to midnight. So what? it's pretty tiring, but right. it's so much fun. So. All right. What's the new band called? Well, it's still just Jamie Beeman, but they're just... <laughs> they're your band. They're my band, because yeah. I always have new players and stuff, but I got a really good group of guys right now, so I'm excited for what's to come and stuff. So. Cool. So you've been writing writing like crazy? Writing uh, in the studio. Uh, I should have my new album out by mid-July, actually planning like a mini release party so stay tuned <laughs> so this will we'll, we'll see uh, this will be out this will come out next friday 
So okay, promote promote the hell out of it, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm still not positive as it's coming out yet, so I don't want to like say something and then not happen, you know. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how I am. Cause I hate like saying something and then never happens. Yeah. Now, do you uh, do you play an instrument sometimes too, or just sing? Yeah, I play guitar and piano. Um, in shows, I usually only play um, like a couple songs, just because I'm such a performer. I, I like to interact with the audience and stuff. I I can't stand just like standing or sitting there and playing through a song. I just get too antsy, so it's always an issue. But people love when I play because they're like, "Oh, like we've never seen you play. We didn't even know you play." And I'm like, "Yeah, but I mean, not that amazing or anything." But it's just like a different side that people like to see sometimes so I always sit down with the guitar whatever <laughs> I just imagine like you're you're either playing guitar or piano for one of the songs and then you just like throw the guitar down and then just like start singing and then that part of the song stops and everyone's just like what is she doing yeah, <laughs> <sit> <laughs> yeah. uh I actually did that but I was playing piano and I just like I stopped and I just got up and I started performing because I get bored. I'm like, I can't perform. And I was actually like, this. I'm getting up. Because <laughs> it like hits hard during the chorus, the song that I was playing. So it's like, oh, it's just a perfect like breakaway. It'll look really cool too. <laughs> That's cool. So it was on the spot. You just decided to do it. Yeah. Look at you being in the moment. My guitar player was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, Don't worry, I'm got like, it. you got this. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. It's fun. Is that the show, um, the House of Blues show that, do you remember where we met? Yeah, you were in front of me in line. <laughs> and you were like, oh, what's the name of your band? I was like, Jamie Beeman. <laughs> You're like, but what's the name? who's Jamie Beeman? I'm like, that's me. <laughs> Jamie Beeman and the Singers or something? Yeah, but I mean, I... I honestly hate using that, but I mean, the band has to have a name, so we always just say Jamie Beeman and the Stingers because <laughs> they're my Stingers. So you I get it? So give them the name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. It's a play on Don't the make fun of me, okay? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was waiting. I think I got there pretty dang early to see Ben Folds. Yeah, that was super early. Yeah. I was just picking up the tickets for my show. <laughs> I didn't even know who was performing that night. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then, oh, man, that was such an amazing show. What's up? Oh, hey, again. <laughs> Can you see me again? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. All good. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. How much? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that Ben Folds show was amazing, and he always puts on an amazing show. But um, it was awesome. And then I remember, like, I looked up your music on Facebook, and then I was like, "Oh, there she is!" And I was quick added you, and then it's me. Yeah, and we haven't like talked talked since then. Yeah. Yeah. There's been. There's You're been, in San Diego, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of my family lives down there. One of my like best friends lives down there, so 
Yeah. Not that quite a bit. Yeah. But I'm moving up in July. Very cool. Yep. Where at? Like all the way in LA or like a I'm looking for like LA LA, like Hollywood near the one oh one. Oh wow. Maybe like Sunset Santa Monica Boulevard. So it's not like super trash town, but <laughs> um it's also not like far removed from the city, you know? Yeah. Because I'm I'm like really far from like downtown. Yeah, LA. Pomona, right? I'm in Diamond Bar, so it's like really, really small town. Oh. It's a bedroom community, so there's literally nothing in my town. What does a bedroom community mean? Where people just go to work all day and then they come home and sleep. <laughs> That's pretty much like. I've never heard that before. <laughs> so, but, yeah. What do you do once you get home? Stay at home. Nothing. No, there's honestly nothing in Diamond Bar. Um, there's a Albertsons, Star- two Starbucks, two oh. Chase's, um, an Asian market. It's very Asian populated here. I was like one of the only white people in my class. Um, yeah, but there's there's absolutely no movie theaters, no malls, no nothing in Diamond Bar. So, so you have to drive. Yeah, I either have to drive to Brea, Walnut, or Chino Hills to do anything. Chino Hills is, like, my stomping grounds, though. I know that place, like, the back of my hand. So, <laughs> yeah. But Diamond do. Bar, where I grew up, there's, like, nothing. So, cool. What's your favorite thing to do in your stomping grounds in Chino Hills? What do you do when you go there? Uh, I shop a lot over there. They have this outdoor mall. It's really nice. Um. I get my eyebrows done over there. <laughs> Good. They look great. Whoever's Thank you. Them. I got them done two days ago, I think. <laughs> just don't get to the point where it's, like, super, super thin, and then and then it's just nothing because then you're embarrassed to have that they're super thin, and then you just yeah, drop yeah. on. I have super bushy eyebrows. They, they would never be like that, ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I have to get them done like every two weeks, or else I get like you know. <laughs> Trade secret. <laughs> oh, we are recording now. Okay. <laughs> but my mom just walked in. There you oh. go. Oh, I don't have it. She can say hi. <laughs> huh? She can say hello. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> she's my manager, but she's a. She's actually giving my dog a bath right now. So she was looking for the dog brush. <laughs> cool. cool. Right. So, music. How long have you been doing it? 14 years. What? So, since I was four years old and I'm 18 now, um, I started out in a singing group called Karen's Kids. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but uh, Fergie was in it when she was younger. So that's pretty cool. And a couple, like, American Idol uh, contestants were were in the group as well when they were younger. But it's ages 6 to, like, 14 or whenever you go into high school. So it's really for younger kids just to keep them out of trouble and teach them, like, how to sing and dance and stuff. But uh, I was an exception because I've always seemed to act – a lot more mature than my age. So I was only four when I got accepted into the group when you were supposed to be six. So I felt very special. (laughs) 
So I, I was in that until I was about 12. And then I started to go off and do my own thing. And then uh, I started out doing a lot of charity work. So I do cancer relays and uh, pretty much anything I could get my hands on. I'd just go sing for hours and hours. And uh, I do a lot of national anthem gigs. I've done Dodger Stadium, professional hockey, all that. Um, so, yeah, that's where I started out. And then somebody found me at a cancer relay uh, singing, and they were like, I love your voice. Like, I'd love to take you in the studio. Have you ever been in the studio? And I had never. So I'm this 12-year-old girl, like, so, like, not into the spotlight yet and he takes me to the studio and like Brian McKnight uh the Carpenters like all these old time famous people have recorded there and it's huge I go in this room and it's literally twice the size of my bedroom and uh I, I go in there and I'm just so nervous and this producer Tim Feehan he's from Canada which I actually work with him regularly now okay uh, uh, yeah, he he just he was giving me pointers the whole time, and uh, the song I recorded was "Angel" by Sarah McLaughlin, okay. and I was so nervous. I kept having this like chicken lips, he'd call it, where I'd like smack my lips in oh. front of the mic. It'd be like a. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he like was making fun of me about that. So I'll never forget that, but. That was pretty much my first in-studio, like, training session, I guess. So from there, Tim Feehan was very busy at the time. So um, the man that found me at the Cancer Relay, his name is Marty. And, um, Marty McFly. And, huh? Marty McFly from Back to the Future. <laughs> Marty Goreski, uh He's the founder of Martin Music. Um, a publishing company. So that's always very handy. <laughs> um, he's like a second father to me. He really just took my career and flew with it. So after I met Tim, um, Marty decided to put like an in-house studio in my room just so I could practice and get used to being in front of the mic because he wanted me to record an album with his best friend, Tommy Marolda in Vegas. So I, I practiced for about six months just at home, like just recording like stupid songs in my room. Um, got really, really comfortable because I was always used to being on stage and holding a mic. Yeah. So it was very weird for me to just stand there. Yeah. <laughs> it still is like, I'm always moving around in the studio. Um, so <laughs> after I practiced for like six months, he decided to take me to Vegas and start working with, Tommy Marolda and I was 13 at the time now wow. so I started writing I he had taught me the guitar so I started writing songs and then uh I was going back and forth with Tommy uh every single month I'd go up there record like three songs and then come back home for like two months save up money and then and then uh, go back and record some more and by the end we had a 12 song album uh released it on February 14th. <laughs> um, so that's on iTunes. You can check it out. It's very, very young. It was geared towards Disney. Um, but, I, I mean, that's a great accomplishment for a 
13. I think I was almost 14 by the time it came out. Yeah. So that's a pretty big accomplishment for a young lady. So that was really cool. Um, I'm very thankful that I had such amazing men to work with and guide me through all of this because they've really taught me everything I know about being in the studio and being in the industry. I was, I had no idea what it was like or anything. I just, I loved performing. So that was my thing. I didn't really know any of the background stuff, but they taught me all of it. So, yeah. And then from there, got a band. (laughs) Actually, I was solo for a little bit, had like a couple dancers. Uh, So if I had any like big shows, we'd choreograph something. And then, uh, Shortly after the, my first album came out, that's when I went up to Canada and opened for Sean Kingston. Oh. Yeah, so that that was a big step in my career. It was really random how that happened. So I was just I uh, I had started. I, I got it. I got it. So it was random. Like you you guys are just walking along. You have your instruments and you're ready to go and you trip. Oh. Onto the stage, and then you're like, oh, my gosh, okay, we'll open for you. Well, no, I didn't even have a band yet, so it was just me. Um, And I had just gone into independent study, so I wasn't going to high school. I had already gotten out of that. (laughs) So I was just at home one morning, and all of a sudden my mom gets a call and it's like Sean Kingston's management or something. And I had posted on his MySpace wall that I'd love to open for him. Like it was when he was really, really popular and stuff. And I was a big fan. So I was like, yeah, I'd love to open for him, you know? (laughs) So I'd always just write these famous people, like not thinking they're ever going to respond or anything. And we get a call, (laughs) we get a call two days later. And I'm like, what? They asked my mom, like, would she be willing to, like, come up here and open for him during the Canadian Music Festival? Well, I was like, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, they, they flew us up there. They put us up in a hotel. It was an amazing experience. Um, and then a couple weeks later, I got flown back up there and was in the studio and all that. And I, it was just an amazing experience, but again, it was just so random how, how it happened, but I'm so glad it did. It opened a lot of doors for me, so I'm very it's thankful. because of you and MySpace. Yeah, I started it, but like, <laughs> they just made it happen. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It all happened so fast, too, because it was like, literally, I posted on his, fa- or on his MySpace, and then two days later, I get the call, and then I think a day went by and then we're already on the plane like to Canada. But I do have a funny story that not a lot of people know this happened. Uh, I actually had strep throat when I opened for him. No. Yeah. I, I caught it on the plane going there, got off the plane and I was like, Oh my God. (laughs) I like couldn't swallow. I had to go to like the hospital in Canada and get a shot and start taking all these medicines. Yeah. (laughs) That was nice. But it was still like, really? This is my only chance? And I'm like, I have strep throat. (laughs) So that was horrible. But nobody even knew. So thank God I I got through it. Hold it off. Did you like, 
get some lemon juice and some like honey and what? Yeah, I, I was just like fluids all the time. And then the doctor had given me like this little rinse that kind of numbed it for so long. So I, I do that like right before I sang yeah. and it worked. So, <laughs> so that was good. But just the thought of like, Oh my God, like, this is my chance and I'm sick. Like, this is horrible. And I'm like, you can't show anyone you're sick. <laughs> it was just a horrible feeling. But at the same time, I was just so excited to be there. And like, yeah. I was just taking it all in. So really, it wasn't even like I was sick. <laughs> Probably the adrenaline got you through it, too. Oh, yeah. Like, once I hit that stage, I I wasn't sick. <laughs> I, I just pretended I was completely fine. And like, everybody right, bought it, so that's great. <laughs> and then right after, you're just like, oh, okay, I'm sick. Yeah. After I was, like, I was watching Sean Kingston perform, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> I, I think I, like, lost my voice that night, too. Oh, yeah. Everybody's like, what happened? Like, I've been sick for, like, two days. <laughs> They're like, really? You were sick during your performance? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but not a lot of people knew that, so now you know that. <laughs> a bit from the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, so how how do you guys usually write music? Um, that always interests me with musicians because I know when I do it, I've done it like I've done lyrics first with like kind of a melody in my head, and then I start adding instruments. Mm-hmm. I've done like had a melody with the instrument and then put lyrics to it, and then I've done it like both at the same time. Yeah, um, I, I'm the same way. I do it different every time. I mean, I have over thousands of songs written. What? Just yeah, just lyrics themselves. Like they're not completed at all, yeah, but okay. they're just ideas that I have and like yeah, just yeah. different lines and stuff. Um so I, I tend to like to write the lyrics first. Um but I have written together some just like playing chords and then I start singing a melody and lyrics and then I just feed off of that. And then sometimes I just get a melody down and then I just kind of <laughs> play with words until they sound right in it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm the same way. I do a little bit of everything. <laughs> so is it ever like, um, cause I've heard of bands where the band, like, uh, it'll be like the singer and the band and the band will be like jamming out or something. And then the singer will be like, okay, I think I've got something. Like, do you ever, do you ever yeah. do that? Cause that um, sounds- I- Kind of I've crazy only written me, with the band a couple times. Yeah. I'm usually just by myself in my room, like <laughs> just jamming out by myself, uh, just because I'm a perfectionist. So I don't like to kind of show anything until it's perfect. Okay. It's, I'm weird. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I've only done that I think for one song, and it was fun, but I I don't know. I'm just I rather do it in my room, like late at night. Nobody's listening. <laughs> and I, I I enjoy writing songs in the car, like long car rides. Okay. Yeah, that's ever... that's a big thing for me. Or on, like, airplane. I always think of ideas during long drives or in the plane. Okay. <laughs> I know some people, they always write in the shower. I'm not that person. That's That's where I get a lot of really? inspiration, yeah, in the shower. For, like, uh, I mean, now I'm focusing more on stand-up, so yeah. that's, like, I'll, I'll be, like, just thinking, because it's, I heard that, like... In the it, shower, you're telling jokes? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I said to her, I said, 
I'm just laughing to myself in the shower. <laughs> hey, I laugh at myself all the time. It's okay. <laughs> I say some funny shit. <laughs> I'm hilarious. I'm pretty funny. No. Have you met me? Have you met me? I'm hilarious. <laughs> um, no, I... Yeah, I heard that, like, when you take a shower or, like, when you're driving or whatever, like, it, it shuts off the part of your brain that needs to think really hard. Because it's something that you do all the time. It's something that your your body's like, I got this. And so your brain can, like, drift off and, like, be yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, I've never written a song while I'm driving, personally. <laughs> I'd be too scared. <laughs> I'm already scared driving myself. <laughs> uh, now, does... What, what kind of artists do you listen to? Like what are some, some favorites? To, oh, top some some of your top ten. I don't want to say like what's your favorite artist of all time because that's kind of hard. That's pretty. That's hard. hard. That's very very hard. For some me. of your top ten. Like let's do okay. that. Well, I actually listen to everything. I listen to rap, country. I actually just went to Stagecoach, so that was very fun. Okay. Um, I went to Stagecoach and uh, country festival. Uh, yeah, I'm in the country, I'm in the pop, anything that's like on the radio right now, of course. And then the old classic rock and roll because my father used to listen to all that stuff. So that's just kinda embedded in my head. Like that's good music. So like the Beatles, all that. I mean, my mom loves like Elton John and stuff. So <laughs> the old good and the New, I mean, Katy Perry is, like, one of my favorites. She's great. I've uh, seen her in concert. She's uh, undeniable. She's got one of those things where you play it for anybody. Anybody yeah. who's, like, like totally, like, I hate pop music or whatever, and you play Katy Perry for them, they'll just be, like, start okay. dancing. Just, like, okay, yeah, yeah I get it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually relate myself to her a lot. I'm, as an artist, I feel like we're a lot alike. Have you ever seen her movie? I haven't, no. Watch it, and you'll think of me. What's it called? Um, Katy Perry, the movie. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I swear it is. Hang on, hang on. It is. Katy Perry, the movie? Wow. Oh, part of me. Part part of me. That's... Katy Perry, the movie, part of me. <laughs> For those of you who, did, who can't see it. in the podcast, she just held up the DVD week. cover. You used I, to watch it twice a week? I still do. You do? <laughs> now for like, like three years? Or two that, years? The way, I, the way I knew the title was Part of Me. Or like Katy Perry, Part of Me or something. It, um, yeah. I didn't know the part that was Katy Perry, the movie. <laughs> the movie. Stop <laughs> 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 making fun of me. Yeah, but she's one of my favorites. And then uh, Justin Timberlake, I saw him for my birthday. Um, and Did you I go backstage, was, VIP status. I wish <laughs> he put on an amazing show. I I strongly suggest anybody going to see his concert. It was three hours long. I mean, it was definitely oh, worth wow. the money. Do you have an opener, or is it just him? It was just him. He didn't have any three opener. hours. Yeah. Wow. It was absolutely amazing. I actually saw him in Vegas. So, I mean, there's not a bad seat at the MGM Grand. How many so. albums does he have? <laughs> huh? How many albums does he have? Oh, jeez. 
I don't even know, but Insync uh, was my first concert ever, so <laughs> I'm a huge Justin Timberlake fan. <laughs> I'm also a Beyonce fan. Okay. Um, I watched her in concert too. Yeah. All the single ladies, you can't relate to that song. <laughs> <laughs> all the single ladies, all the single ladies. Put your hands up. <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna just let you do the whole song. <laughs> Another whole dance. <laughs> oh my gosh! Speaking of Beyonce, there was a. Do you watch Saturday Night Live? No, I rarely watch TV. Oh, I'm just so busy. There was a really funny. You could like probably just um, see on Hulu like just the sketch of the Beyonce. It was like it was like this fake movie trailer of a, oh, of a guy hanging around with, like, a bunch of friends or whatever, and they're all talking about Beyonce, and then he's like, he's like, uh, yeah, I like all of her songs, except for blah, blah, blah. Like, I can't remember which song he said, and then everyone was like, what are you talking about? And then all, like, the lights start to go out, and, like, there's, like, these sirens and stuff, and these people are, like, coming after him to, like, put him away. (laughs) Oh, jeez. I'm gonna have to find that. That was awesome. That's funny. (laughs) (sighs) <sighs> so, dream, career, job, um, gig. What? What? What's the ultimate? Like ultimate, ultimate. Really, just to be doing what I love every day and nothing else, and that would be performing and singing. <laughs> no, but like honestly, that's my main goal: is to not have to do anything else except for what I love to do, and that's performing and sharing my music with people around the world. I'd love to travel and tour the world with my music. Um, I mean, main label, of course, would be the best bet, but Capital is my favorite record label. I'm actually doing <laughs> a project on them for school right now, so I'm learning even more about them, and I'm like, oh, I'm falling even more in love with them. <laughs> so, yeah, that that would be a a dream of mine. Um, but yeah, just to share my music and be able to do that every single day and literally nothing else because I'm working three jobs right now. So what? yeah. What jobs are you working? That's another question. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm working as a waitress at a golf course. Um, I'm also a Disney princess. Right, right. So right. that's fun. And then I'm, performing and gigging everywhere <laughs> you like that word gigging gigging yeah gigging gigging it up there's a um have you heard of the band no effects i have not there's a punk band called no effects and they've been a band for like 30 35 years now maybe oh, someone's gonna correct me uh no one's gonna hear this <laughs> no um so they have a song and the first lyric the first line is gigging it up at the bottom of a hill. Oh, okay. Gigging it up. It's real. Gigging it's... it. I'm gigging it. <laughs> <laughs> You're digging, gigging. You're digging, gigging. Digging the gigging. Yep. Yeah, I was at a Whiskey Go Go two weeks ago for the first time. That was a pretty cool gig, and they just called us up. They want to book us again. So that's really exciting. Uh, and then the House of Blues, of course, is one of my other big ones. I think we're scheduling a show like right before. 
actually I should be coming up because we were like right before summer, right after school gets out, kind of like a kickoff to summer thing. So Anaheim, should right? be coming up. I'm, just, I'm having a blank. <laughs> Too much going on up here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the Anaheim one, right? The Anaheim House of Blues? Yeah, that one I, I like the best because I have such a wide variety of fans, and that's all ages. So, I mean, my young fans can come, so can my older ones. So yeah. it, it works out good. Because it's hard to get people out to L.A. and stuff. And Is the L.A. one not all ages? No, only on some events, but usually the nights I'm there, it's, it's 21 and up. Now, who did you open for at the Anaheim House Blues? I remember, but I want to hear you say it. Oh, wait. Okay. That was the one where I opened for, uh, uh. What day is tomorrow? Friday. <laughs> What's her name? Holy crap. Rebecca Black. Rebecca Black. There we go. Okay. See, I can't even remember her name. Oh my God. It's horrible. Yeah, I actually found out that I was opening for her literally two or three days before the show. Whoa. Yeah. So it was a very last minute show, but the House of Blues knew I could pack it and they they knew that I'd bring a show. <laughs> so yeah. I mean it turned out being a great show. I got a huge write up in the Orange County newspaper. Whoa. So that was cool. <laughs> uh yeah. Friday. That was fun. <laughs> she did that song, but she did a reggae version. What? Yeah. Did she only do that song like a hundred times? <laughs> no, she actually had a really good band. Um, Did she have an album? I'm not sure. <laughs> I know that that was her first performance ever, like first live performance. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. So it's a big deal for her. I actually talked to her before, and I like gave her some pointers. I was like, I've been doing this forever, so I mean, like, if you need any help, anything, like. <laughs> She was so nervous, though, and she's so tiny. Like, I'm five, almost 5'7", five and she was probably only, like, 5'1", and I'm wearing, like, four or five-inch heels, so I'm, like, so gigantic. And she's, like, looking up at me, and I'm like, I feel really horrible right now. Like, little girl, do you need some help? Yes, I didn't mean it like that. I was just like... I know. Because I could feel that she was really, really nervous, and I didn't want her to feel like that. So I just wanted to, like, comfort her. That's the kind of person I am. So I was, like, trying to, like, get her more comfortable. I'm like, yeah, if you need pointers. Like, she's like, thanks. <laughs> I'm like, ah. <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> good, luck, good luck headlining. <laughs> <laughs> You're mean. <laughs> yeah, but. I've uh I've opened for a couple of really good bands. Uh, Rough House is another one that I, I've opened for them like three times. They're know. they're all older guys, but their kids all love me. So <laughs> they're like, as long as we get some like stuff for our kids, we're good. I'm like, okay, here you go. <laughs> Rough House was the band. Huh? Rough House was the band. You said. Yeah, I've opened for them three three times. That's funny, because if they ever had, like, a show where the crowd wasn't really responding, then they could go, oof, rough house tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you would think of that. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, sweet. So what do you, uh, 
you said you're working on your new album now. Yeah. What's it called? Don't know yet. Tentative title? What's the tentative, like, maybe going to be called this? I don't know. All I can say is it's a lot edgier than my last album. So, I mean, even I'm Not Gonna Cry. You've heard I'm Not Gonna Cry, right? Watch the video. Mm. You better watch the video. (laughs) I need to do more research. (laughs) You have not. Okay. Oh, wait, wait. I think you maybe sent me a link to it, and I think I did. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It came out in, uh, like, August. Okay. Of this past summer. Okay. So, yeah, that's kind of the direction that the new album is going to be in. Um, a lot more edgy pop rock. So it's definitely the, like, Katy Perry meets it's pretty pink, kind of Kelly Clarkson type. Katy Perry meets Rancid. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be badass, actually. <laughs> That'd be pretty killer. Pretty killer. <laughs> Freaking sweet bass lines, like do 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 do. Yeah, like that. <laughs> There's a band called The Living End. Have you heard of them? I have not. What They're, kind of music? Um punk and oh. it's I can tell you're into punk music what? I need a punk album <laughs> they've got um, guitar drums and then standing bass is their bass oh wow yeah so he's like playing it and then sometimes like punk on a stand up jeez oh yeah that's intense it's insane so sometimes when he's playing he'll be playing and then he'll like lean it over while he's playing and then he stands on top of it and then he's like still playing like a guitar yeah, it's crazy awesome. I got to see them. Yeah, I got to see them twice because they're from Australia, so they mainly just play out there unless yeah. they come out with a new album. But I got to see them twice in the same year, which was awesome. Okay. And yeah, they're they're insane. Very nice. Yeah. So, how many shows have you been to that weren't your own? And how many shows have you played of your own? We'll do those both questions. <laughs> Honestly, I can't even answer either of those questions. I've seen so many live shows, and I've performed so many since I was four. So this yeah, that's true. a lot of shows. I mean, I performed on Catalina Island every summer for eight years, seven or eight years. Wow. So that alone is performing in front of so many people and then shows by myself i i had one summer where i had literally show every thursday friday saturday sunday what yeah that insane. <laughs> yeah not last summer but the the summer before that it was intense it was either like festivals or uh backyard parties <laughs> <laughs> Anything, uh, anything to literally anything that. just to get my foot in the door and yeah. being in front of people because I was just working on getting my fan base and everything. So that's what it took, but I was having the time of my life because <laughs> I was just performing every week. Clearly, just, like every it. day. Yeah. yeah. That was a lot of fun. But yeah, I've performed a lot of shows. I've 
probably over a thousand, honestly. That's so awesome. When uh, when was your first paid gig? Do you remember that? My first paid gig. I think I was really young. Like it was like a national during Karen's kids. Huh? During Karen's kids or after that? Mm, probably after. Okay. Like, once I hit eleven, I started doing like the charity events. Oh. And- <laughs> Huh? That's so crazy. 11? Yeah. Woo. 11, 12, around there. And so it was a charity event. You got paid for a charity event. No, that's just where I started. And oh. then, like, I booked gigs off of those. So I was, I was like, I was doing my good, and then I'd, like, get other shows off of it. <laughs> and I'm still in contact with, like, all of these people. I have a crazy contact book. <laughs> it's, like, contact after contact in there. For like entertainment, yeah. I have lighting crews, I have videographers, I have literally everything you can imagine. Uh, just from meeting so many people along my journey. Ow! <laughs> Sorry, I just hit my elbow on my desk like really hard. Funny bone? Yeah, it wasn't funny. And not so funny bone. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, that's awesome. So, um. You said, like, a bunch of charity stuff. Do you do some charity stuff now, still, or? Um, it's not so much anymore, just because, I mean, people get sick of hearing the same person every year. (laughs) (laughs) I just imagine you you apply apply to, like, play for a charity show, and they're like, you just played. You (laughs) just... You, you don't want to do this show. You made no, it a couple I did, of years. <laughs> I did one. Uh, I did the walnut cancer relay like four years in a row. And it, What's walnut cancer? Huh? Uh, I'm just... <laughs> uh-huh, you're so funny. Uh, so I did that for, yeah, like three or four years. And then um, it, it was just kind of like, all right, like I think we're going to go with somebody else this year. I'm like, that's fine. Like, So I, then I went to like Pasadena. And I, I just, like, kind of bounced around city to city so people wouldn't get bored and stuff. So it worked out better because then I'd meet more people and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, they're sick of me. Why <laughs> 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 do you like the same songs every year? So it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, have you ever gone to the Glass House in Pomona? not i've always wanted to go there such a cool venue really yeah i'm trying to play there too the fox theater in pomona i actually i did the reopening there i sang the national anthem i don't know the fox theater is it pretty cool it is so cool (laughs) (laughs) don't laugh at me oh i'm not laughing at you um with me i just don't know it um the places i've been to in l.a Let's see. I've been to the Fonda Theater. That's the last one I went to. I, I do a lot of red carpet events there. The oh. HMMAs, it's the Hollywood Music and Media Awards. I was actually nominated this year, so got to walk the red carpet. Ooh. I did not win, but <laughs> it's okay. I was like, just to see my name out there is so freaking cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so that that was a great experience. But, yeah, that, that place is beautiful. I want to watch a band play there. I saw RX Bandits play there. They're okay. one of my favorite bands of all time. So damn good. Ooh. Yeah, they have a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those. 
one of those, like, after you listen to one of their albums all the way through, you just go, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> holy yeah. shit, that was awesome. They have a lot of songs that, like, bleed into the next song, and so it's, like, a okay. whole experience, you know? Yeah. Um, I like that. I, I've actually been <clears throat> not with my band, like, yeah. for our live shows, just kind of leading into the next song. Like, it is. Yeah. That's it, so awesome. That's one of my favorite things to do. Matchups and stuff. Oh, yes. it's a good feeling. It adds a lot. It adds a lot to the experience of listening because then you're like, oh, if I wouldn't have listened to that song first, I wouldn't have known that like it kind of like trails into. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting that they did that on the album. I'll have to think about that. Yeah. Um. So another one. Let's see. The Palladium. Have you been there? I think so. I think I watched the Jonas Brothers there. (laughs) (laughs) The Joe Bros. I'm not laughing at you for that. (laughs) Yes, you are. (laughs) I was a huge Jonas Brothers fan, okay? It's okay. That was like, it was 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 your time. 12 and 13 when they (laughs) they were super famous. Actually, I think it was younger than that. Yeah. Ten or eleven? Yeah, that's uh that's about right. <laughs> yeah, see? It's okay. I don't even know where they are now though. <laughs> what happened to them? Nobody does. They don't even know where they are. They're like, Where are we? I know We're once they got married and had a kid. Nick Jonas is all buff now. I'm like, oh, how'd that happen? <laughs> no, I don't know where Joe is, probably growing his hair out or something. <laughs> um I saw Of Montreal play there, and then the other band was Janelle Monet. Have you heard of her? I have. She was awesome. Yeah. So good. And I was like, what is this music? Like, I didn't know what yeah. to expect because I'd never heard her stuff at all. And then uh, there was, like, this screen that came up before her set, and um, it was her head, and it was like kind of looked like a robot or whatever, and she was like... I have been sent back from the future to make sure that you all dance tonight. And if you don't dance, you will die. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I remember watching her perform with like Bruno Mars, and I like I fell in love with her. I, I thought she was an amazing performer. Bruno Mars is really good too. He's one of my favorites, but I have yet to see him in concert. I'd love to though. Because I tried going to one of his concerts, but it was sold out. So. Oh. Or, like, the, the only tickets were, like, super expensive, and I was like, I'm not going to pay that much. <laughs> I don't like him enough, no. <laughs> Just kidding. Let's see, the Wiltern, have you been there? Nope. Oh, it's such a fun venue. It's like a, um, I think it's an old theater. It might be an old movie theater, actually. Eh, maybe it's like a theater theater. But they, like, all the, where all the seats were that, like, went down, they, like, just ripped them all out. Yeah. So it's so a it's big, just big open floor. Room. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah. It's very cool. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of other cool venues that i See? No, but I'm trying to play there. Oh, it's so fun. Trying to play at the Roxy and the Viper Room. Those are my next two that I, I really want to get at. Troubadour? The Troubadour is the next one, too. I still have yet to so go in there. Fun. Oh because a, a lot of them are 21 and up, oh. unless, unless they're special events. So I'm 
not really allowed in. Well, you'd and be able to play, but you'd have to, like, leave right after, huh? I had to leave right after. <laughs> like, the House of Blues in San Diego, I actually had to stay outside until I performed. What? And it was, like, middle of winter, too, so I was, like, freezing <laughs> my butt off. And then I'd, like, I'd be outside, and then they'd be like, okay, showtime. And then they'd, like, kick me out right away. Uh, like, really? <laughs> the, uh... It's like, I was just, like... Two and a half hours. <laughs> Stand outside until I perform. Like, really? The Casbah one in San Diego that's also 21 and up. And um, I saw No Use for a Name play there. It's another punk band. And they, um, their headliners was this band called the Flatliners. And they were all, like, 17 and 18. So they had to, like, chill outside, play their set, and then they had to, like, come back outside right after. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it's so embarrassing too they're like why are you out here I'm like, you think that, like uh, not old enough because <laughs> don't don't some clubs do like a big big black x or something on your hand if you yeah you do that now but i i guess it's just maybe like and be around it or something or maybe it's because like you could sneak drinks off of people or whatever yeah, <laughs> i mean let's face it that would really easy happen. for people to buy you drinks so. yeah yeah like, they're not going to check your wrist, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to wear a lot of bracelets. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I don't even drink. I'm like... <laughs> I have no desire to drink, so it's like, I just want to go to these places and be able to watch a show, you know? Yeah, you're like, I'll take a soda. I'll take a cup of soda. Can I? Can I yeah. have soda? I don't even want anything to drink. Everything costs too much money over there. <laughs> I'm really jealous of my mom. She actually went to uh, the club Create down in L.A. for Afrojack's release party. Okay. She was invited by Def Jam Records. Whoa. And uh, and she goes, I don't know how anybody can, like, go out anymore. Like, the drinks were $16 what? for this big. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> that's, that's normal. <laughs> and oh. she goes, it's crazy. <laughs> She's like, I couldn't even get a drink. I was like, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> but that's that's how it is now. It's almost cheaper to get bottle service. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just get, I, like, your people. I, uh, I hate it, like, every time you go to a stand-up club or whatever and they're like two item minimum, and then you're like, oh, okay, I guess I'll get a soda for seven dollars, and <laughs> and then I'll just buy another soda, I guess. I get, uh, yeah, it just depends on where you go, I guess. But yeah, the whole item minimum thing is killer sometimes because you're like, I can't afford this. I just want to see some comedy. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. I've only been to uh, uh, improv. In Irvine? No, Brea. Okay, I've never been to that one. Uh, who did you see? I might know who you saw. That it night. was a bunch of different people. Um, oh, yeah, I know them. <laughs> no, no I, don't, I don't even remember all their names. But it was honestly like eight or ten different people. Dang. Yeah. And they would each have like 15 minutes. Sounds like a pretty good night of comedy. Yeah, it, it was. There's some pretty funny people. There's actually a, a female one, and she was like, 
talking about like Brazilian waxes and stuff. It was like all stuff that like chicks would get. So I was just dying laughing while she was just going on. And the the guy I was with was like, what? (laughs) He he had no idea, but all the girls were just like friggin' dying laughing. He was just totally oblivious? Huh? He was just totally oblivious? Yeah, he's like, why are you laughing? That's, like, why that, that's why that guy didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. So, so that was a good night, though. Night of laughs. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, right after I turned 18, so we went, and that was, like, one of the things I could do now, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it was fun. Cool. So when do you have time to, like, uh, Spend time with your spend time with your man. Well, uh, it's actually a blessing in disguise. Uh, he actually lives in Sacramento, so I, yeah. So I work really hard, and then like I get some time off to go see him, or he comes down here to see me. So it's it's really perfect for the lifestyle that I have. Yeah. Um, so I, like uh, I haven't seen him in a month, but. Um, I'm going up this weekend to see him. So I finally get a little break, so it's nice. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm doing fine. Just doing my thing. Going to school. I'm I'm done in six months. So I'm just focused on that. And then I have rehearsals three nights a week and then shows on the weekend. So I don't really have time for anything. Yeah. I, I honestly have rehearsals nine to midnight. This is the life life you've chosen for yourself. Exactly. But, yeah, so, I mean, he's very supportive of me and my career and stuff, so I'm I'm happy. (laughs) You're going to bring home the bacon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. We're both hard workers, so. Not just fun working hard, so. What's he do? Uh, He's actually going to school for kinesiology. He wants to be a coach and, like, a wellness um trainer and stuff. So I bet you get some pretty good free massages. I do. (laughs) Very nice. And uh, he always tells me, like, because I I always like switching up my, like, workout routines and stuff. And he he always has, like, new workouts for me to do. I'm like, yeah, perfect. My own little personal trainer, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, he's good at what he does. He's very into it. He's always wanted to do that. So, that's good. Cool. (laughs) Well, yep, yep. Um, do you have anything to, anything else to plug? Like, when's the, when's your next gig? My next gig? Let me check. I don't have a lot on the books right now uh, because of a very big event I have coming up this August and September. What's that? It's hard because I can't tell. You can't talk about it? I can't. What? Secrecy? Yeah. I know. And it's driving me crazy because I want to, like, promote it and stuff, but not allowed to yet. Can you, like, hint at what it possibly maybe could be? (laughs) Uh, It's a 23-night gig. What? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. And it's at a, a very popular place. 
I don't want to get you in trouble. Don't worry. <laughs> but uh, my next you're gonna, you're gonna do a 23 night stint in Vegas. It's okay. It's <laughs> out there. <laughs> L.A. County, 23 nights, August. You might be able to figure this out with the dates. August 29th through September 28th. In L.A. County. Mm-hmm. Uh. What? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just gonna make noises. It's a place where a lot of people go. It's only for a month. Uh, um, a casino, probably. Yeah! Uh, People go there for a month? Yeah. <laughs> Only a special one. Um, wait, we don't have to, you don't have to, you don't have to okay. tell me. And I'm also deflecting because I'm like, I can't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to look stupid. No. <laughs> I want to look stupid. <laughs> yeah, but uh, my next like real gig is July thirteenth um, at Whiskey A Go Go in LA. Cool. We just got the win that we're playing there again, and I think that's going to be my album release party as well. So that'll be a fun night. Maybe you can make it. That'd be fun. What day was that? July thirteenth. It's on a Sunday. Ooh, I think. Wait. You're just too busy for me. <laughs> no, do you, do you know which day um, Comic Con is or which weekend? I have no idea. I, oh my god, Comic Con! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm going. Uh, Very fun. The San Diego one? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh. I, I, it might be that weekend, but I think it's the weekend after, actually. Well, I'll figure it out. If you can make it, make it. Yeah. If not, whatever. Comic Con's more important. Give me some comp tickets, you know, because. I'm Actually, I do get free tickets to give out. So. Yes. <laughs> they really liked me because uh, I, I don't have to buy as many tickets, and then they're giving me free tickets, too, so that's exciting. That's so, cool. Yay! Cool. <laughs> yeah, so that's my next gig coming up. I Again, I'm just rehearsing and stuff for some big stuff. Big gigs coming up, so. Big gigs that we can't speak of. Yes, it's hard, but... I promise one day if you stay updated on my Facebook and Twitter, you'll find out one of these days coming soon. We just <laughs> haven't uh, put out, like, the press release or anything. Right. And it has to go through a lot of different people, so it's hard to... Talk about. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to talk about without getting choked up. I mean, you get really emotional about it. And... <laughs> <laughs> kind of. It's a very big deal. So. <laughs> So, uh, what is your, like, Facebook and Twitter? Where can people find you? Uh, my Facebook is just Jamie Beeman Music. And then my Twitter is Jamie B-E-E Music. And then you can also just find all of my sites on jamiebeeman.com. And it's J-A-M-I-E. Yes. B-E-E-M-A-N.com. That's it. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. July 13th. What, uh, let's, let's come up with an album title right now. Just, <laughs> just a tentative one. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm a sting you. 
Well, I'm I'm kind of deciding on uh one of my singles is Butterfly. Uh you can find it on uh YouTube just from like one of my House of Blues shows. Um but I'm getting in the studio finishing that up and filming a music video to release soon. Um and that's called Butterfly. So I'm thinking that might be like Valentine Butterfly? Like a butterfly. Oh, like, like a butterfly? <laughs> like a butterfly. Yeah. Because it's kind of a transition into this new image. Yeah, so I see. I was thinking of some cool artwork on, like, my face or something. Like, like or makeup. wings coming off your face? Yeah, like a wing on the side of my face. Or <laughs> I don't know. I just have all these weird ideas. Ooh, what about, like, uh, this is, I just thought of this. You're standing, you're faced away from the camera, Maybe like, or maybe like you're looking off to the side, and then it shows like you have wings and stuff, and then there's a guitar like hanging off of you diagonal on your back. That'd be cool. Like a butterfly. You're just full of great ideas. Hey, I mean, I just, I just call it like I see it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. And like the background, the background is like a like a bluish color. Um, Maybe there's like it's like dark blue on the edges and then it as it goes in it's like a little brighter like to white I think you should like draw this up for me <laughs> hey I mean I'm not a very good artist but, <laughs> but I have so many concepts so many ideas coming up in this head That's great though yeah I did my first album cover I thought of the whole like the, the cover and then all the inside stuff so it was cool <laughs> I was proud of myself. Yeah, I'll I'll draw something. I'll I'll send it over. For sure. <laughs> I'm like my services will be rendered. I yeah. <laughs> I don't work for free, you know. No. Of course, of course. Um, <laughs> I'm very expensive. Um, <laughs> at least thirty thousand dollars a drawing. Um, <laughs> I take all of that back. I don't need to see any drawings. I have. Okay, okay, I'll do it for free. <laughs> forget it, forget it. Don't yeah. Oh, well, this was good. Do you uh, do you have anything to talk? Anything else to talk about or bring up? Or I think I said everything. I talked a lot. Okay. Good. <laughs> That's a good hour podcast. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we nailed it. Found it. Found it. Through the camera. Boom. Oh. Okay, so, um, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. This has been You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp with my guest, Jamie Beeman. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll see you around for sure. And, um, oh, show. Keep listening, Yamitators. I call the listeners Yamitators. Because it's like, Yamitat is the short for you and me and Thoughts and Talk. And then I just came up, I was like, Yamitators. And then I was like... You gotta have little names for your fans. <laughs> no, it's... It, all, it, it's all 16 a, of them. All 16 of them. <laughs> no, because like, mine are my little stingers. There you go. All my little bees and stingers. <laughs> Shut up. No, it's, it, it makes sense. 
Stingers. It does, right? Ten stingers. There you go. There it works. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, have a good rest of your day. Enjoy uh, whatever you're going to be doing in Aliso, you said? Aliso, Vieja, yeah. My brother and my sister-in-law live out there. So I'm going to go down there, hang out, have dinner. going to go see a movie with them. So. Yeah, cool. I don't get to see them a lot. So. Stuff that normal people do. I'm a normal person. <laughs> I've had a day off today, so like, yeah. what to do? <laughs> I fill my days off with everything. <laughs> like I have no time. You have to. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, yeah. Well, thank you. I'm excited to hear hear this all completed. Okay. I always love listening to myself talk. I, I always like, <laughs> oh my god, why did I say that? <laughs> and I don't edit either. Um, yeah, I just, I'm just going to combine this with that first chunk from before and then just put it up. I do have a theme song though. I, I wrote a theme song. I did. It's really, it's really short and I put piano, guitar, and harmonica into it. Yeah. (laughs) Can't wait to hear it. Yeah, well, I mean, you'll hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Next Friday, right? Yeah. Next Friday. The something. Uh, what's <laughs> twenty? I think it's the thirtieth. Twenty ninth or thirtieth? Yeah, one of those. Thursday is the th- the twenty ninth, so Friday is the thirtieth. Okay. I have a show Thursday. That's why I knew that. <laughs> it's Friday, everyone. I don't know why I'm saying this to everyone if they're already listening to it, listening to it. This is. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> I just started promoting this episode. On this episode. So if people are already listening to it, then they're going to be going, yeah, I know, I'm listening to it right now. Duh. That's Um, embarrassing. It's fine. I'm just kind of stupid sometimes. It's okay, me too. I'm naturally blonde, so. Are you really naturally blonde? Mm -hmm. No way. I wouldn't even have known. Way. Go ahead. I'll show you. Picture me when I was a baby. Whoa. Definitely blonde. Yep. <laughs> blonde, baby. Uh, okay. All right. Well, I better get on the road. Yeah, get out of here. Get out of here. You've done good. Thanks for the Later. episode. Later. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>